And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Good News Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by. Mock. Sheen Washable. Nope. Uh, the man of the mans of the dudes' souls. And the Rider of Baron. So, Mass is just like MIA, huh? I have like, no idea where he is. Yeah, I mean, to our fault we haven't told him Ron, but we've done this show now for I mean, he so he knows it starts at 8 <laughs> I could see him at like 8.05 not being on me like oh I'm waiting for them to tell me but at 8.30 like you'd be like hey we're not doing this tonight <laughs> he's sleeping there's no way he's not most likely yeah what are you gonna do welcome to another episode of getting sports with drunk on the PPRN radio network we're live we're here we like deer deal with it um Starting lineups. From Peak Organic Brewing, I'm drinking the Winter IPA. May or may not be non-alcoholic. I had to I, I had to look them up online. I found it. It doesn't say it on the can, so I don't believe it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's stupid that they wouldn't say it on the can, but it says 6.2%. You probably just made that up. I can show you. No. Mock. <laughs> I have a Budweiser. Still working on the Clydesdales. Nope, fresh cans. Just more of them. Just buy an IPA. I don't think you've drank a craft beer on the show in a year. That's not true. I can't remember the last time you had a craft beer on the show. I had. The last time I saw you, the last time you drank a beer here was Guinness. I'll fi- I'll figure it out, but I have. Kendall's shaking his head. No, you haven't. He's having some Bud Classics. <laughs> Bud 55s. <laughs> Souls? I'm drinking from Trogues Independent Brewing. Double Blizzard IPA. What can you tell me about the beer? It is. He's like, he's not convinced that it is a beer. 8.3%. It's a hazy gold color. It's 16 fluid ounces. Um... <laughs> uh, when he, when he picked up that beer, he goes, I really like this beer because everything I need to know about it is right in this little square. <laughs> uh, I am drinking from Berkshire Brewing Company, the Dandelion Haze. Suck it. Talking to you, Reed. Yeah, that's a cool cool name. I like that. Get on your knees, blow Kyle. Now. Whoa. This is uh, a family show. Toast of Excellence. Who wants to go first? Oh, I do. Okay. All right, what's the most important thing you know about me with my toasts? They're usually train-related. Well, besides that. They're usually bad. Well, there's that, too. What jersey you want to talk about? It's jerseys! Yes! New jerseys. No, uh, for the 75th year uh, for Jackie Robinson, uh, all teams will be wearing the blue Dodger uh, numbers, I believe, on the backs. So, pretty cool. Neat thing to do for the 75th year. Uh, mine is to Frank Gore for retiring officially, and he's going to retire as a member of the 49ers. 
It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Mark. My toast is to Bruce Arians for retiring again. Um, but also, I mean, in the in the way that he did it, I don't know if you guys saw the the statement he put out saying, you know, he wanted to go out and kind of choose who follows him instead of, you know, say say the Bucks go out and kind of eat it this year, then it's an open position. He wanted to make sure that Bulls was his successor, so he decided to step down now to make that happen. Conspiracy theory. He was getting canned. <laughs> and then once Brady came back, he's like, I don't want this guy. All right. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> uh, we don't normally do WWE toasts, but I'm going to do two of them. One is to the Undertaker getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Arguably the greatest character of all time in the company history. And then also kind of sports related, but also WWE related, to Pat McAfee for fucking killing it at WrestleMania this weekend. He's did a good job. Previous all-pro punter, now a full-time commentator for the WWE SmackDown, I believe, SmackDown team. I think so, yeah. And um, he he wrestled a, a full match at, at WrestleMania, and he, he he showed out. He did some good shit. Got stoned, got stunned. Good sell, too. Yeah, it was, it was a good sell. He He's a guy, he's just so charismatic, like, he could just do... Well, the charismatic had nothing to do with it. It was the full... It was the full standing backflip off the top rope, sticking the landing without moving. Well, that impressed that's me. That's what I mean. Like he, he's obviously athletic, but he's also very charismatic. He's like the perfect like WWE like. Um, well, to me, it's, it's like cameo guy. Well, to me, it's super funny because like everyone kind of forgets he lost a lot of matches in NXT after he retired. He retired from football and went straight to the NXT like to do a contract and was bad. <laughs> I think that was all the ones I had. I probably had another one, but I don't remember what it was. Wait, 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 Kendall, are you leaving? Oh, I got a whisper. I got, I got a whisper. He's whispering. So, we were going to go right into the bracket, but the guy who does the bracket left. <laughs> so, Kyle. Hello. Baseball season's here. Baseball season is here. Opening day is Thursday. For some teams, and some teams it's Friday. Aren't a lot of teams... I, th- I thought everybody was playing Thursday. No. No? Oh. Philly's playing Friday. So you guys are... Like, so some teams are just doing a straight... Right into the three-day schedule, and then some are doing the one-day-off thing? No. Four-game series. Oh. Didn't it used to be? Weren't, weren't the Reds the only team that played the first game every year? Weren't the Reds like the not like opening day game every year? No, one year with the Red Sox and Yankees. I don't know why, but I thought I remember the like hearing someone like the Reds were like the opening game. Got to get those jerseys as much exposure. Hmm. There are six jerseys. About. What? There are six jerseys. Yeah, it's the logo. <laughs> it's Mister Red. <laughs> Who's way better than Mr. Matt? Fact or fiction? Uh, facts. Mr. Matt is a joke. So, Kyle, are you excited about the baseball season? Yeah. Also, because we're going to be there on Saturday. Yep. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> Very excited. Just so articulate. Go fuck yourself, buddy. But, like, yeah. But, um, no. Uh, yeah. It's always exciting when baseball starts. I know a lot of people don't enjoy early on Michael, but I enjoy every game. 
Yeah, that's called mental illness. No, it's called being a true fan. I can subscribe to that, though. Mental illness thing? No, like it. I mean, everyone's got to support. Like, I mean, I don't give a fuck about September or October football. It means nothing. It means nothing to me. And basketball doesn't matter till May? Basketball doesn't matter till May. Hockey's pretty good all year. But I just love baseball. It's just the one thing that really brings me happiness. I think the thing I like about the baseball season is just that, like, a lot of teams can look like a playoff team for, like, decent stretches, but it, it really matters. It, it, it really does matter what you do all year. Because even in the NFL, like, it's a short season, but, like, you can go on a six-game win streak to end the season out and, and make the playoffs. But, like, in baseball, like, you know, if you're floundering, if you're, like, if you're like just keeping your head above water all season, going on a 20-game winning streak isn't going to get you a playoff spot. Kyle? I agree 100%. Sorry, my pick was up. Um, no, yeah. Like, baseball is one of those sports where it's like, yes, there's so many games, but one one thing can you can break or make your season. It could be early on in the year. It could be later on in the year. Like, if, for instance, Mike Trout just stays healthy, the Angels are probably a playoff team this year. Nah. No, they are. Nah. It's also quite an if. <laughs> well, as we see, once again, uh, DeGrom will be missing some time. again. DeGrom and Scherzer. Scherzer's on the, on the dessert, too. Yeah. Well, that was coming. Right. It's just a shame that, you know, they couldn't even get to the regular season. Well, because the Mets, you know, Max Scherzer's 40 years old. Right. And I think if the fans don't realize that, even like healthy and performance perhaps becomes an issue. If they don't realize the guy is, you know, he's not he's not 26 years old. I, I think New York he, fans he, have to be. He experienced some dead arm in the postseason last year. And I don't know how much of that. I don't know how he looked in spring training. Do you? I mean, about the same. You know, the 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 media is always going to paint it up. You know, they're going to they're going to highlight all the great stuff, and you know, they're not going to mention any of the bad stuff. Um, I'll tell you what, though, in simulated games, he's been rocked. Yeah, but I mean, you take that with a grain of salt. Well, spring training stuff because you know a lot of people are just working on their like location and movement and just working on other pitches. So like ERAs are going to be are going to be high until like. You're not going to really see what the pitcher had until the last two starts. Right. When they finally start putting everything together. Um, spring training is more for, like, the battle between the – who's going to play, like, second and who's going to – battling for second base and the rookies that are trying to make the team and stuff like that. That's why I think spring training is so exciting. Because I wouldn't be able to see Bryson Stott versus Alec Bohm. Without it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it doesn't come right, right into the season, Alec Bone would be the starter. We'd never get to see Brighton stop. You know, for like Oakland A's, uh, not A's fans. Who was it? Like Royal fans. Bobby Wood Jr. made the team. He's like a t- he's the top five prospect in all of baseball. Without spring training, you don't get to see what he does. He starts the league in the minors. And you're missing out on a lot of talent in the first month of the season. 
You know what I love a lot about these set it and forget it leagues that we're doing? What's that? Fernando Tatis Jr. might go undrafted. <laughs> Is he so, still there? He's still there, but he's gonna he he's out for a minimum of three months, maybe five, with the wrist surgery. That guy's injury prone. Well, he because he just had surgery on a fractured wrist in the middle of March, and they said that he he said that he's pretty much guaranteed to miss three months. <laughs> and so, like, you can't like afford to take him in a set it and forget it because you can't alter anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to stop picking after I pick my pitchers. I already auto, stopped. You're going to auto draft it? It's just bench players. I can't change anything. Right, but the bench players still count. No. Yeah. Yeah. Then why have a bench? I'll pick Because Kyle forgot to turn the bench off. No, it goes off of total points. Like, the points just get added up at the end of the year, and it's whoever finishes. Dumbass. Because you can't do it. In baseball, you couldn't. You can't do it based off total points. It has to be like the category thing. Anyway. Kyle? Yes, sir. Hi. Hello. Anything else you want to talk about with baseball? Um, I mean, I have some stuff, but we got to wait for the stupid draft to end. I forgot about. <laughs> it was funny. They come down the stairs, like, t- turn on Yahoo, Yahoo now. And I'm thinking to myself, draft on. <laughs> like, oh. Okay, let's do your draft and we'll get back into baseball. Yeah, we'll do your okay. we'll do your song draft and then we'll finish. We'll round it out with baseball. Cause that's, what, that's what we wanted to do, but then you were like, oh, I gotta go take this phone call. No, Rebecca. It's the president of the United States. So dramatic. Honey, when will you be home? <laughs> the chili's almost ready. Yeah. It's been cooking since last show. No, that's that's your guys' sex talk. The chili is ready. Oh, my. You pig. You pig. Hey, I also want to bring up one thing about the Mets candle. Yes. How everyone thinks that like Chris Batts is, is like this big deal. This guy has sucked besides one year. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not like shitting on the Mets. I'm not. God. Pete Alonso's <laughs> made more off the home run derby than he's made but, in his like, career. This guy <laughs> has been rocked all spring. Cut your, uh, you're preaching to the choir here. Alright, I'm glad we're on the same page. Mets are bad. I mean, I've never been one of those Mets fans. Have you ever considered that the Mets are bad because you're a fan of them? I've considered that for all my, you know, everything. Because, like, Logan, your friend Logan, he's a good fan. He goes down to Cactus League, or uh, Grapefruit League games. Yeah, he used to vote. I I give him a lot of credit. You you don't even watch them. No, I don't. Like, you don't watch any of their games. No, I, now that I have um, Apollo, I have a Snye. You still don't watch. I do. You're a liar. Last year, I was actually doing really well. I watched basically three games a week. That's fucked up, dude. There's six. God, well, I mean, if they're Monday, we're kind of that's so well on that. Why? I I fucking watch it. You can put it on your screen right there. Well, I'm trying to give my full attention to our show. Fuck the show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. The second round of the best song of 2004. Also, what's the difference between your full attention and half attention? It's kind of the same. You know, it has to do with, you know, how aroused I am. That's the... Best song of 2004. We have Yeah by Usher going against Dirt Off Your Shoulder by Jay-Z. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Jay. Nah. Not a big fan of Jay. Okay. Tipsy by Jaquan versus Lean Back by the Terror Squad. Tipsy. Mm. I say Tipsy. I'm going to go with Lean Back. 
I will go tipsy here. Right. I can't. I can't wait for it to be a tie, and we don't know what to do. <laughs> he he won't let it be a tie. Well, it's a bummer because like I like both the songs. Massey would have made it interesting, but I don't know where Massey he's... hasn't listened to either one of those songs. Yeah, but he would just say something. Okay. Hotel versus stand up. Hotel. 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 Cleaning up. Okay, Slow Jams, Kanye Twista versus The Way You Move by Outkast. Slow Jams. Slow Jams. Slow Jams advances. Got some Marvin Gaye. Some Luther Vandross. Just a little Anita. Okay. Everybody's saying that. (laughs) Those aren't the words. (laughs) All right, Holiday Inn. Versus On Fire. Holiday Inn. Yeah, yeah. Chilling at the Holiday Inn. Anything with Snoop Dogg and Ludacris. Big fan. I'm sorry, I can't let Lloyd Banks advance any further than he already has. <laughs> yeah, no? but you would vote Lil Flip this far. I would not. I'm, I'm not as much of a fan, even though he's from Houston. You're a penis. I am. Why by Jadakiss versus Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop, Drop It Like It's Hot. hot. It's, like it's funny. I just wrote drop it's and it really threw me off. <laughs> drop it's, it like it's hot. It's, it's, <laughs> drop it. Okay. Drop it. Now we had one of the planes from 2003 uh, advance. So we have get low versus in the club. Which one's get low? Which one's get low? Uh, that's that famous song get low by to the window to the wall. Oh, okay. To the sweat drip down my ball. See, you know it. That one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Indy Club. And so, and what'd you say, Mark? I said get low. He said he can't answer. And you said? I said get low. And I said the other one. Do you no, need everyone I, to repeat with it? No, Jeez. no. I'm just, I'm just trying to see what, Look, I, what I would decide. Out. All right. Get low advances. All right. All uh, right. And then two o three plans, uh, ignition, that remix one. versus unwell. Uh, ignition ignition remix. remix. Can we just advance ignition remix all the way to the end? <laughs> Listen, we can't have the two thousand three song be the best song from two thousand four. <laughs> we can if it's better than all the songs from two thousand four. I will accept that. Okay. Steel coming. From the top forty selections, we have. Oh, you're back on the Alec Bomb train now. No. <laughs> we have burn yes. versus she will be loved. Burn. I'm going Maroon 5. Uh, I'm going to go with Burn. Burn as well. I do not care for Maroon 5. Yeah, second lock. Okay. Toxic by Miss Spears versus Hey Ya. Hey Ya. Hey Ya. Hey Ya. Sorry, Brittany. Bitch. That wasn't nice. It wasn't. I apologize. Okay. We have Naughty Girl versus This Love. No, like Naughty Girl, like Beyonce. Like Naughty pick, Girl. You like that pick, Paul? No. This Love. It's not a steal. Because he's only going to play 30 games. That's good. No. For him. It's not, because he's going he's gonna to hit every start and get hurt. <laughs> Souls, Naughty Girl versus This Love. 
This love. Hmm. Well, I can't go against my previous statement. <laughs> Naughty Girl advances. No, it doesn't. That's a tie. That's a tie. I have final say. I'm thinking of a number. I'll just, advance, I'll just flip. This is Naughty Girl. All right, the other one is the Maroon 5 song advances. Son of a bitch. I'm writing in pencil. Hey, can somebody just text Matt make sure he's alive? He I text the group chat. No, Not but text him individually. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Did he text you to pick up my beer? Okay. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> it's my life versus breakaway. It's my life. Breakaway. Breakaway. Breakaway advances. Okay. From the rock country category. The reason versus breaking the habit. The reason. Breaking the habit. Breaking the habit. I will do breaking the habit as well. Why don't you just tell me that you hate me? I like you a lot. Ooh, mock pick and Phillies on triple picks. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Numb versus my immortal. My immortal. My immortal. My Tough immortal. One. I'm yeah. going numb. The Creed song, My Immortal. My Immortal Kyle is uh, <laughs> Evanescence. Oh. I'm going your other one. <laughs> <laughs> right, does that mean numb advance? Is that what happened? You're the host. Okay, we have Remember When versus Someday. Someday. Remember When. I'll wake me up when September ends? No. So, Someday. That's by Nickelback, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Oh, that dogma. I will say Someday advances. I do like Remember When, but I don't know. No, no, justify it. Go ahead. It's just, I don't know. Too slow. Uh, Meant to Live versus Here Without You. Oh, Here Without You, baby. Here Without You. Here Without You. I'm here Here without without you, you, baby. All right. Are we keep going with this, or are we going show by show? Just keep going, dude. Okay. I can tell you guys think this is trash. No, it's not that, but it's just it's April now. Yeah versus Tipsy. Yeah. 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 Hotel versus Slow Jams. Slow Jams. Hey, should I take Crone or Crone and Worth? <laughs> uh, Hotel. One point from Colorado. So Crone? There you go. So I missed the pick. Hotel versus Slow Jams. I think Hotel has two picks. Slow Jams. I said Slow Jams. Oh, you said Slow Jams? God. Why do you fucking pay attention? I'm taking Slow Jams and it advances. Holiday Inn versus Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop It Like It's it's Hot. I mean, Holiday Inn is good, but Drop It Like It's Hot is (laughs) better. Plus, Fro kills it. (laughs) Drop It's Hot. Okay. Get low versus 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 ignition. 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 Get low. Now, usually I don't do this, but that was a terrible thing you just did. It sure was. That was bad. Go <laughs> drink re- some mouthwash. <laughs> and for that reason, ignition advances. You're a piece of shit. From the top forty category, burn versus 
Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Sorry, Mr. Jackson. Ooh. Mark? Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. This love versus breakaway. Breakaway. So it's love. We'll go with uh, that's neither of these songs. <laughs> yeah, but I know the words. Uh, Breakaway is the one that goes, It's my life. <laughs> <laughs> Breakaway? Yeah, Breakaway when September ends. There we go. I like that one. I want that one. <laughs> Souls bringing the heat. <laughs> uh, Solo by Jason Derulo. I like how Massey said I'm going to go listen to that song and then never responded. <laughs> Pretty much ever. Right, breakaway advances. Was that the last text he sent? He texted me about 30 minutes before the show asking me to buy Kendall or Kyla's beer today. Okay, we have... And I bought it. From Rock Country, Breaking the Habit versus Numb. 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 I do like Numb. Numba. I can't believe Chumbawamba's not in here. <laughs> Alright, we have Someday versus Here Without You. Here Without You. I think I'm picking Here Without You as well. Here Without You. Kyle? Here Without You, baby. <laughs> Alright. The From... karaoke show you didn't know you needed. <laughs> we have Yeah going against Slow Jam. Uh, slow jams. Yeah. Slow jams. Twister verse. The whole song is good. <laughs> slow jams upsets the number one. What number was slow jams? Slow jams was sixteen. It was a sixteen seed. How did a sixteen seed go up against a one seed this late? Um, you didn't do it right. No, I had to shift. I shifted it in the they have a rap category and uh yeah. So we're in the final four? Uh we're once we will be soon. Rap takes up two categories. Now we have Drop Like a Tot versus Ignition Remix. Ignition Remix. Drop it like a tot. Uh, I'm gonna go drop it like it's hot just to, because it's it's an actual O four song. Drop it like it's hot. Man, you didn't even fucking guess. You soft bitch. Guess what? You didn't even answer. Kyle, I pick a drop like it's hot. You're a soft bitch. Kyle, I like both those songs. <laughs> You're a soft bitch. <laughs> You're like, guess what? S-A-W-F-T. Soft. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Versus Breakaway. Hey, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, hey, yeah. hey, yeah, might win the whole thing. <laughs> it should. Hey, it's gonna yeah, be it close. Okay. I'm, I'm really bummed that Hey, uh, and, uh, um, I'm blanking. We've said that name a hundred times. The Twister song. Slow Jams. I'm, so, I'm mad that they can't go against each other in the finals. I'm also mad that he made Slow Jams and Overnight Celebrity go up against each other so early. <laughs> a fucking prick. There was a lot of, like, same artists go against yeah, each and, other. Yeah, and, and, like, you did that, like, it's so, so mean. There's people that advance for no reason. Listen, it made it interesting. We have Numb. If you had put both Twister songs against both Maroon 5 songs, Maroon 5 wouldn't even be in this anymore. 
You do this to yourself. Listen. I be... think when you go home, you should jerk off the Nick Jonas. Oh, my God. I know he's not part of Room 5, but. I mean, I will. All right. Good on you, souls. I'll, t- I'll fall on that sword for you, buddy. <laughs> Numb you need versus- me to take care of Harry Styles, too? I got it. <laughs> Numb versus here without you. Here without you. Kyle, here what are you voting you. for? I'm here without you. <laughs> here without you advances. All right, the final four. Slow jams versus drop it like it's hot. Slow jams. Drop it like it's hot. Kyle. Drop it like it's hot. No, I'm just kidding. Slow jams. Oh. I prefer slow jams versus drop it like it's hot. Yeah, you fucking rat. I'll let you know that when Sirius XM Threaten fly me. plays. Threaten me. I plays, dare you. I dare you. Drop it like it's hot. A lot of times, I will see what else is on. I like the song, but I hear it a lot. So there you go. What do we just argue about? We Nothing. Just, we just answer the same question. Kendall, Kendall basically admitted that his relationship name for his penis is Chumbawamba. Go ahead, you fucking frank. Hey, ya. Versus here without you. Hey, ya. Hey, ya. Oh, man, it's going to be hey, ya versus slow jams. I cannot bum, vote. Bum, bum. I cannot vote. <laughs> hey, ya. I really hope the three of you all vote for the all same right. thing so I don't have to be part of it. Slow jams is my answer. Fuck. Mark's not voting for slow jams, so I got to <laughs> vote. <laughs> We better we better just call Massey. For him to be like, what are those songs? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, if it ends in a tie, I can I I know the perfect person to call. All right, Samantha. She loves both songs. Chris so. Jankowski. No, I don't want to call him because I don't have three hours to kill. <laughs> like, did you see what Biden did? You know, he could beat you in a race, right? <laughs> I'm gonna hit him in the fucking head. It's still very funny because he still talks to me about that threat, uh, the uh, pr- uh, competition I promised to him about disc golf. And I'll still smoke him. <laughs> it was so funny when we had him on the phone. Do you remember that? You were pretty fucked up on James Norwich at that point. Remember when Larry... You called him? Yeah. We were making fun of how he got... He was the only person in history to get sent down a wiffle, so Larry called him to break oh, yeah, his yeah, balls. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And he was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then, I cha- and then Larry said that I could smoke him at disc golf. And he goes, well, you know, I'm a superior athlete. And Larry goes, athleticism has nothing to do with it, bud. And so Chris, like, couldn't take no... So I told him that I'd give him, a, I'd give him one of my bags and a full supply of discs, and give him a year to practice, and I will smoke him. And uh, I won't, I'm not going to yeah, let it go. I, I mean, really, I think any of us would. Okay, hold well, on. Well, not with a year of practice. I don't think I don't think Kendall's smoking him after a year of practice. But he's smoking his beanbag. What? Don't talk about it. <laughs> All right, so Heya versus Slow, slow James. James. Kendall, so offense to you, but you're never going to throw farther than you throw now. No, no, I don't expect to. It's just amazing. I've never met anybody who's like met their peak strength out of the gate. We got more in the tank. <laughs> so funny. Kyle got a practice basket for his birthday. He's had it for three days now. We were talking today, and he goes, yeah, I'm already really good at putting. <laughs> I was like, that's all it took? He goes, yeah, that's all it took. I'm good now. <laughs> it's just so funny. Threw, threw six putts. No, I've been <laughs> Left the basket in the rain. I'm good to go. I'm doing 200 putts a day. He said the two hundred a day. I, I give him credit because he actually he calls me. So he because uh, when you assemble the basket, the chains on most of the baskets come attached to the top, and so you have to put there's a ring that you have to put the pole through. And Kyle like just you know he's never built the basket so, like he put the, the pole in and the ring wasn't through. So he calls me and he goes, "This isn't right." And FaceTimes me and the chains were all fucked up. I'm like, "You got to put that ring through." And he goes, "Uh, okay." <laughs> so then he puts the ring through it, but I mean like. 
He got the basket. We we were at dinner. We left the restaurant at seven thirty. He was FaceTiming me by eight oh five with it pretty much put together in his dining room. <laughs> I was I was actually very surprised. Watermelon bag. He's like watermelon bag's already set. I'm good to go. <laughs> Kyle actually got a round in with the watermelon bag. I did. We played a round of Loveberry this weekend. Ooh, nice. I played okay. I put well though. Maybe like a forty footer. Fucking hole 14, though. Gets me every goddamn time. <laughs> Can't fucking do it. Well, the putting on that is the easy part. <laughs> it's getting there. That sucks. I had it across the fucking ravine. I had it across, and I hit a tree and went... <laughs> I hate when my disc makes that noise. <laughs> I really gotta get the muffler to yeah. close my discs. Did you try tightening underneath? All right, who won, though? All right. You voted for slow jams. Yeah. How about what did you vote for? I voted for slow jams. Mark, what did you vote for? Hey, uh... Paul, what do you vote for? Pick a number one through three. So, who has the unfair advantage? Slow jams? Pick one through three. What if we don't vote for this? What if What if I just call Samantha and make her pick? <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, w- I would appreciate an outside perspective. Well, here's the thing. Paul, you have to vote for Heya to make it a tie to call Samantha. That's true. But the better song is Slow Jams. It's also true. Kind of. I don't know. It's tough. Heya is just great because it, like... Like, that's, like, one of those, like, songs where, like, you could be in a really bad mood and you hear it and you're not in a bad mood anymore. It's, like, a very it's a very good song. It's very uplifting and stuff like that. Soul Jams has all that soul to it. And, like, the fast rap is good. The Kanye verse is good. Jimmy Fox is in it. The be- I, yeah, you're hurting it. Jimmy Fox <laughs> sucks. Um, Watch your tone. Oh, I'm sorry. Jimmy Fox sucks. Hey, is that a better tone? Paul Bach, could you guys accept that invite real quick? To what? The Wednesday thing? Yeah. No. Uh, I'm going to go with Soul Jams. Slow Jams is the best song, in our opinion, from 2004. Thank you for your participation. You're welcome. It was good. Hey, you know, I I think of something almost all the time during our show. Um, You guys ever see the episode of The Office where they do the uh, paper airplane contest? Yeah. And how early on everyone's really into it. And then by the end, everyone's just ready for it to be over. Yes. That happens a lot to us. <laughs> yeah, disc golf is like the only thing we actually like kept going and being happy with. I'm pretty over it. <laughs> I got a dinosaur shooter. What? I got a dinosaur shooter. Patoo, patoo. All right. So, baseball, right? Baseball. See, si, baseball, senor. All right, so I had this thing. Do I still have it up? Nobody did that, huh? Nobody, nobody, nobody caught that. Shut up, shut up. Hey, tell your fucking two goons to fucking accept that invite. All right, I'll, I'll let them know. Go. They're the ones that wanted me to fucking do it so bad, so tell them All to right, fucking... So let's read, I want to read the... the uh... 2022 MLB season preview, power rankings, playoff odds, and everything you need to know for all 30 teams. I'm not reading all 30 teams. I'm going to read our teams, though, and see what your guys' opinions are. Uh, we read all 30. We got time. No, we don't. Not for that. So we're going to start with the New York Yankees. All right. So the, was that Mass? No, uh, I don't know what that was. Projected record, 94 and 68. 
with an 85.6% chance of making the playoffs. If everything goes right, the 30-something core of Aaron Judge, Stanton, Donaldson, Hicks, and LeMahieu all remain healthy, and combined with Gallo's huge season, the Yankees return to being an offensive powerhouse. The in- infield defense is much improved, helping Garrett Cole win his first Cy Young Award. They finally get past the Astros in the postseason and reach their first World Series since 2009, and Cole takes World Series MVP honors with his Game 7 shutout. That's like if everything was perfect. Weaknesses. Run prevention seems to be the key to New York season. Team defense looks better, though a plus defensive center fielder would be nice. Bullpen looks devastating and the rotation looks strong. If they can get enough innings from their best arms behind Cole, I read that wrong, but you get it, uh, and injuries. And then it said most likely 2022 award winner. Judge has played in more than 145 games twice in 2017 when he finished second in MVP voting and in 2021 when he finished fourth. At full health, Judge, who turns turns 30 in a- late April, is always a legitimate MVP challenger. That might especially be the case in 2022, his last before free agency. And one realistic, bold, bold prediction, Cole does win the Cy Young Award. In fact, he wins the pitching triple crown, leading the AL in wins, ERA, and strikeouts. And they have predictions for those at 19 wins, a 2.76 ERA, and 261 strikeouts. Thoughts? Man. I tell you, you just gave me a nice fluff. Let me tell you, <laughs> we're we're talking full mass. So the pro- like my thing is with that, it's like Yankees are mostly injury prone. Stanton and Judge, I mean Judge was healthy last year, but he's known to have a few injuries throughout the season. Am I wrong to say that, Mock? No, he gets hurt. All right. So Stanton and Judge always get hurt. Um. I do think Cole will be good, but I don't really trust two through four. Montgomery is not your typical number two. Severino's just coming back off to Tommy John. We don't know how he's going to be. Nesto Cortez was a nice story last year, but I think teams will figure him out. Because he only throws like 88 to 90. And then there's one more. Who am I missing? Mark, who am I missing? I'm not sure off the top of my head. And the power rankings before this, you have the Yankees listed at sixth. I do disagree. I think they have a good center fielder in Aaron Hicks. I think he's a good defender. He just strikes out way too fucking much. They have Nestor Cortez as the, the I, five. I said him. And then Jamison Tyon. There we go. Tyon's okay. But he struggled hard last year. Yeah. On to the Mets. At number eight in the power rankings, projected record 87 and 75, 58.2% playoff odds. If everything goes right, first word in that is sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mets fans, it's already going wrong with the news that DeGrom will miss significant time. So that leaves it up to Max Scherzer to stay healthy and dominate and hope DeGrom can return in the second half and perform like he did in the first half of 2021. Otherwise, how about Lindor and McNeil rebounding from rough seasons at the plate, Nimmo posting a 400 OBP, and Pete Alonso leading the league in home runs. Nobody can touch Scherzer and DeGrom in the postseason, and the Mets throw a ticker tape parade shredding actual dollar bills from Steve Cohen's vault. 
Weaknesses. Well, DeGrom is already a weakness. Without him, the Mets are going to need a good number of innings from starters beyond their projected core rotation, so their depth options need to come through. David Peterson and Taylor Megal need to soak up quality frames when called upon because it doesn't look like New York is a team that can be carried by its bullpen. The star power rotation is undeniable if DeGrom can return, but it's going to take more than the stars for the Mets to emerge in a crowded NL playoff derby. Most likely a uh, 2022 award winner. Um, what looked to be like the best rotation duo in the sport took a serious blow on the 1st of April, but Max Scherzer dealing with what seems like a relatively minor hamstring issue remains as good as ever. The 37-year-old right-hander boasted a 1.98 ERA and 11 and 11 to 13 strikeout walk ratio in 11 regular season starts for the Dodgers down the stretch last season and should push for his fourth Cy Young award this year. And one realistic bold prediction, unfortunately, DeGrom and Scherzer both missed significant time and Bassett ends up leading the Mets in both wins and innings pitched. I'll let you go first, Kendall. Um, so, I mean, it seems like every year... It's, the Mets suck. And the big th- the opening sentence, if. And once again, we're faced with that again. Um, it's disappointing. You know, DeGrom is going to be out again, miss significant time. Um, but if Scherzer can play and, and be good, not even great, be good, you know, having the two together, it's a bonus. Having these, these two on paper really great starters, it's a bonus. DeGrom goes down, if Scherzer can play well, then it's like having that bona fide ace still and just, you know, see if the, the the later part of the rotation can kind of hold their own. I think for me, you know, it's it's the new ownership. It's basically, hey, it's a guy with a big checkbook. Let's let's make some noise and be exciting. It's like a a kid. Let's see how much you know money I can spend. Um, it's gonna be tight. I think the NL East is gonna be really close. No, no matter which way you shave it up, I think all these teams are gonna be within four and five wins when all is said and done. Uh, I don't know if the the Mets were not going to be the the number one in my mind anyway. I think they're, they're still we're going to be the, the two, three uh, in, in that division. But I, I also kind of had a feeling that three teams kind of had the potential to kind of like make the playoffs. You know, I'm excited. Uh, I think, you know, the, the, the lineup – can you know can possibly make some noise? It's it's kind of odd. It's a lot of some like some old guys like like Cano is still in, in, involved in some shape or form. Um, I think there's a lot of hope with guys like Starling Marte. Is he going to be? Is he going to be dominant? Is Pete Alonso going to play well? What do you do? Is, is Dominic Smith going to be traded? Is he? I not? watched your preseason game yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, Starling Marte dropped the fly ball in, the, in uh, foul territory. Perfect. Um, then he laughed about it. <laughs> the camera focusing on him, and somebody who's your center fielder. I thought Marte was your center field. No, he was playing right. Nimmo? I mean, I don't know. If you're playing center field and you're dropping a fly ball on the right foul territory. Nimmo would be bad, but I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know. Whoever was playing center field, though, like, said something to him, and, like, you couldn't hear what he said or anything. But then Starling Marte just said, it's spring training, relax. <laughs> For me, I think no matter what, even if DeGrom was healthy, the, the Mets' best outcome was second place. That's just kind of my feeling. Behind? Behind, um... The Nationals, right? No, definitely not the Nationals. Um, yeah, you know what? We said that a few years ago, and they won, so. It's true. Um, the Braves still? I think the Braves still. So you're saying Philly's third place? I think I think the 
honestly, I think the Phillies are third place, but I think that when all said on the Mets and Phillies are only separated by two games. I think it's to be close all the way through. <clears throat> all right. Mark, anything else to add for the uh, other New York team? You know, it, it's the Yankees go in every year with high expectations. Um, and, and it's hard to to get frustrated because they make the playoffs every year, you know, so it's hard to be like, well, what the fuck? But um, something, something's got to give it. You know, the, the Red Sox keep bringing in more and more high-powered free agents, and they can't get over this hump so something's got to break at some point we're talking about the nope. Mets bud oh I thought you were saying the other like no I meant like the other like, as in like the Mets oh I see what you're saying um, <laughs> I was so confused for a second. I'm like when you started saying it, I was like is this a segue into like being like oh but the Mets have all these expectations then fail first and like, foremost I thought, going into, like, I thought he was going into like some throwing some shade at Kendall <laughs> the Yankees play in New York then he said the Red Sox and I'm like what's going on here confused um no I mean the the Mets are gonna have a great May <laughs> They're gonna have the best Luck- Justin Timberlake season. Luckily, of all the time. season goes through September. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, I think Kendall hit it pretty well. Where you know the the Mets always have these big splash moves, and and they bring guys, and it just doesn't materialize. Hi, Massey. I'm sorry if I got you yelled at. Yeah, it was. I honestly forgot what time it was. What day it was and what plane of existence I'm on. Well, Massey, take it from us. Go rest. I'm already up, but I'm on the golf. I, I went. I went above his head and I texted his wife. <laughs> I was because yeah, because I, I we we hadn't heard from you, so I wanted to make sure you were okay. Oh, no. Until I just wanted to make sure like nothing bad happened because like usually like you you texted me like a half hour before the show like hey get Kyle's beer and then like just like hey has anybody heard from Massey? Like, no, not at all. Um. So Kendall, bashing the Mets. I'm real not quick, gonna be a jerk here. Real quick, I love that St. Louis Yankees sweatshirt. <laughs> All right, sorry. It's my warmest one. <laughs> Souls, please continue. I do think the Mets rotation's a little overrated. I know they have Degrom and Scherzer, and yes, when they're healthy, they're the best two in the game. But after those two. I don't trust Walker, and I don't trust Bassett. I know Bassett's coming off a career year, but he's 30-plus years old, and he hasn't been that great. Um, Carrasco can be very good, but he's also very injury-prone. And Oh, Massey, Slow Jams won Best Song 2004. Rock on. Sorry, Kyle. I, I'm just trying to fill in Mass. I, I, Massey takes, takes an interest in what goes on in the show, so I just want to make sure. I'm sorry, Kyle. That's fine. Kyle. I'm listening. Oh, Massey, we'll also uh, we'll let you know what your auto-drafted MLB set it and forget it team was. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to the Phillies, 13th in the power rankings. Oh, all right, go ahead. Projected record 89 and 73. Oh, you weren't done? No, go ahead. If you want to finish, go ahead. No, go ahead. All right. Projected record 89 and 73 with a 67% chance of making the playoffs. If everything goes right, the Phillies set a modern, since 1901, franchise record for runs scored with Harper, Castellanos, Schwarber combining for 115 home runs. Luckily, the pitching is better than that 1930 team that scored 944 runs and lost 102 games. Zach Wheeler is fine after his shoulder issue in spring training. Aaron Nola pitches on his 2021 uh, FIP. I don't know what that means. Uh, rather than his ERA. And Roger Suarez, Ranger Suarez has an ERA 
double all the way up to 2.72. Surprise of surprises. Corey Nebel locks down the ninth inning, and defense is merely meh rather than all-time awful. And the Phillies edge past the Braves and Mets for their first NL East title and playoff berth since 2011. Man, so you guys so far are the first ones where your best-case scenario was not winning the World Series. Yeah, I see that. Uh, two uh, two things. One, FIP or fielding independent pitching is a metric designed to give us information about pitchers, measures events that are directly under the pitcher's control, strikeouts, walks, and home runs. All right. And number two, can I give a late test of excellence? You can. Uh, toast of excellence to souls for dinner tonight. Thank you for my enchiladas, buddy. Ha! 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 Mm. Guy's on his deathbed and still raking in the jokes. <laughs> Good for you, Mass. Can uh, I tell you, I heard that and I was like, this son of a bitch, I wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, weaknesses. Defense has been widely written as a potential Achilles heel for a lineup that should be above average offensively. With Schwarber and Cassianos likely sharing duty in the outfield corners, there seems to be little hope for the Phillies to be plus defensively there. But the infield could be bolstered by the ascension of shortstop prospect Bice, Bryson. I'm said Bison. <laughs> Bryson Scott. Scott might ascend, but it may not be at shortstop. At this spring, there has been little inclination to turn Didi Gregorius into a utility player or slide him into another spot, despite some hairy defensive metrics in a recent season. All of Gregorius's time in the field this spring has come at shortstop. I think that's pretty much what we kind of expected it to be. Most likely award winner. That's it'd be wrong. Bryson Stott's played a lot of third. It didn't say he played a lot of shortstop. Oh, then... it said Didi has played nothing but shortstop. This oh yeah, because that's they're saying that Scott. Oh, you're sorry, Kyle. They're saying Stott. I do would, apologize. They're saying Stott should be the shortstop. Uh, it'd be easy to go with Harper the reigning NL MVP, but we're going to pick Wheeler to finish second in NL Cy Young award voting after what was seen as a breakout 2021 season when he posted a 278 ERA while leading the NL in innings and strikeouts. But Wheeler has operated at a similar level for a while. Only three pitchers have compiled more war, more F war than him since 2018 DeGrom, Scherzer and Garrett Cole. One realistic bold prediction, Harper Cassianos and Schwarber each hit 40 home runs, making them the fourth team with three players to hit 40, joining the 1973 Braves, 96 Rockies, and 97 Rockies. Thoughts? Well, they're going to be bad defensively. We already knew that. But I do think the offense is going to be historically good. And, like, no matter how you put it, you're going to have either... Uh, Schwarber is already going to lead off. They already said that. But either Gina Reese is going to bat second or Gina Reese is going to bat seventh. Either way, that's a really good seven hitter. They're just going to see fastballs. Because, and like, you have to pitch to Bryce Harper now. Because Nick Castellanos is a very good bat. Like, he, like he's an all-star level designated hitter. You know? Phillies are still going to lose every Sunday, though. Yeah. <laughs> But like, because you know, Romuto doesn't play on Sundays. <laughs> Jesus needs his presence. <laughs> but um, I do think they're starting pitching. They're starting rotation top, top like ten in the league. Um, you have Kyle Gibson as your four, and he's a three on anybody else. Ranger Suarez, if he could do half of what he did last year, that's amazing. He had a one point seven ERA last year. You can't ask. He, we know he's not going to do that again. You know, he's a strike thrower, and he had relies on a boom. He's a lefty. Phillies haven't had a good lefty starter since Cole Hamels. 
and then you know Zach Wait, F- left-handed starter or good left-handed starter? Wait, left-handed. Oh, since then two? not Cole Hamels. Since Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels wasn't good. Yes, he was. He was. Since Cole, Cole Hamels. Hamels. But um, you know, and we have Zach Eflin who just throws strikes. And... I'm a huge fan of how Massey has been part of this group the shortest amount of time and calls you out the most on like the the, the actual pronunciation of words because you're Mr. Grenbens and Massey's like no. You want to speak like this? You do it all the time. <laughs> well, especially Cole Hamlet. That's a real... You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, the less common of the group. Soul said Grand Ben's for dinner. Oh. But um, I, I think the offense is going to be insane. And I, I don't... They've had trouble with Scherzer in the past. I don't really think it's going to be... I think they're going to struggle, but I think they'll get two or three runs off. You know, I don't think about it. It also threw me off when Massey said thank you to Kyle for dinner. Because I was like, wait a minute. I made Kyle. <laughs> Kyle ate dinner at my house. I made him dinner. How the hell? I was like, what happened? <laughs> um, Kyle, Kyle dropped a piece of prime rib on the floor. Oh, but I ate it. No, he didn't. I had a piece. I think we got to wrap this show up. No, we <laughs> saved it. I saved it. So I'm just going to cut it up and make it into a steak and cheese omelet. So I don't give a fuck what was on the floor. I mean, as long as it didn't land in dog shit. And even then, you can wash that yeah. off. Absolutely. But uh, Crust it up. But I don't know. I think the bullpen's going to be better than last year. <laughs> I, I mean... It's not hard. I, I was going to say, like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I, I think Knievel was a very good closer. Evil? Knievel. <laughs> uh, he's had closer experience, and he's had successful closer experience. Can I give me a beer? Like, I he, was, so. So he was the closer in Milwaukee before Hader became the closer. Kendall's the farthest from the beers. <laughs> I'll take one too, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Massey's actually looking for one too, if you don't mind. I, Massey, I'll be there in like 40 minutes. There's no way you get there in 40 minutes. Do I think the Phillies win the division? No, but I do think they make the playoffs this year. All right. Does anybody have anything to look to add to the Phillies? 500. You think they're a 500 team? Like for you're real? You're in, you're out. They're 500. I do think that's a bolder statement this year. I think that's more of a. I think that's a bolder prediction this year. So because they, they did add a lot of. Offensive prowess. No, they did. They did. 500. No, you're a jerk. All I said was the Yankees' rotation's not that great. And he replied with your team's not that great. (laughs) What? Mickey Moniak, though, this spring? Will will it continue? No. Here's what I think you do, Kyle. That's that's a made-up I think you take this to the next level. No, it's a real guy. You take this to the next level. Next time Mark's not home, you go take all his Lunas and you just throw them into a brick wall as hard as you can. I want to own a Luna, but at the same time, I don't. I mean, you don't really throw putters, so. That's true. And I mean, I, Mark, Mark's a religious Luna guy, but like, I, I don't like putting with Lunas. I'm here for it. I like throwing Lunas, but I don't like putting with them. All right, what's your take on the Phillies here? I think the offense will be formidable. <laughs> Um, but I think, like I said before, I think the Mets and Phillies right now at this stage in the game are more, are more similar than not. And I think for both teams and the Mets historically have a bigger history of this, but I think a couple injuries in this lineup will be really detrimental. Sometimes injuries on a team and they, you can kind of muscle through. I just have this feeling because of all these you know, these big bats, it's not going to necessarily translate to like, oh, well, these guys will take over. I think it's going to kind of be an all or nothing. I think one or two guys go down for a significant amount of time, and I think it's going to really hurt. I agree with you, but honestly, as long as Bryce Harper stays healthy, the lineup will be just fine. 
like, I know I fucking hated that guy. I said I hated that guy, even though I really didn't hate that guy. He was just a national. Okay? There you go, Mock. But Bryce Harper's a top 10 talent. And when he's on, there's nobody better. If he's in the, if he's, if he stays healthy. If he stays. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I think if he stays healthy, I think he's, I think the lineup will be just fine. We forgot a toast of excellence. That one made Kyle giggle. It did. We forgot a toast of excellence, like a very important one. What? To the newest, uh, the newest honorary member of, uh, of the group. Larry? Baby Donovan. Oh, yeah. Larry? <laughs> Patrick had a baby. Yes, congratulations to Patrick. I mean, he's only been on the show a couple times, but he's a member of our group, and we honor him all the same. Yeah. To Patrick Donovan for welcoming in baby Donovan. A day early, too, which only helps his case for Philadelphia. He's <laughs> trying so hard. He is. He's trying so hard. <laughs> Renee was like, stop I, telling him to ask me. <laughs> like, I was laughing because I, I called him uh, yesterday, and we are talking. And I was like, so what's going on with Philly? He's like, I got a really dirty look when I brought it up. <laughs> like, it's not looking good. He, 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 even Jeff talked to him about it. Jeff was like, dude, just change every diaper without her asking. Like, just everything, do everything you can this week. <laughs> dude, it's a weekend. <laughs> but that's just it. What are you going to miss? It's already taken its first shit. It ain't doing anything else. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to miss? What are you going to miss? Her, her first swallowing her own vomit? You can pass on that. All right, St. Louis Cardinals, projected record 81-81 and 81 with a 30% chance of making the playoffs. If everything goes right, it's 2011 all over again with the reunion of Pujols, Molina, and Wainwright. They're so old. When Molina turns 40 in July, it will mark one of the only times where all three stars of a team are 40 and older. It somehow <laughs> works mostly thanks to Goldschmidt, Arenado, and O'Neill topping last year's 96 combined home runs and each winning a gold glove. The bullpen dominates, and Dylan Carlson hits 300 in a breakout sophomore season, but the big key is Wainwright, uh, Mikolas, and Mats, each making 30 starts to stabilize the rotation. The Brewers' offense falters, and the Cardinals win the division, and anything can happen in October when you wear a Cardinal on your jersey. That couldn't be so right. more right. It hurts. <laughs> That's taxes of the Cardinals in the playoffs. Big fan of the weaknesses that could stop them. Let's face it, they're 100. <laughs> <laughs> The qu- there are questions about the rotation, especially in terms of death, but let's step beyond roster concerns and just pose this question. What if it was a mistake to fire Mike Sh- Schilt? Yeah. This isn't, a knock Schilt. Sorry. this isn't a knock against Oliver Marmel, who, for all we know, will provide to be Billy Southworth, uh, Whitey Herzog, and Tommy La- Tony LaRusso all rolled into one. But if there's a certain amount of if, if, if there's a certain amount of if it ain't broke, don't fix it, that ought to be baked into the decision-making of teams, then you should have to wonder because the Cardinals won with Schilt and arguably overachieved in doing so. 2022 most likely award winner, Arenado won his ninth consecutive gold glove, made his sixth all-star team, and belted 34 home runs in 2021. Yet he left that season wholly disappointed. The reason, a bad, a 254 batting average over the past two years, 41 points lower than his career average leading into the COVID-shortened 2020 season. It prompted mechanical tweaks that involved changing the positioning of his hands to make him quicker to the ball. It's always smart to bet on Arenado, who turns 31 this month. If those adjustments help, he should make another run at NL MVP. And one realistic prediction, the three old guys look their age, the rotation crumbles, the big three hit 76 (laughs) home runs instead of 96, and the Cardinals finish under 500 for the first time since 07. All right. Mass, you want to say something or want me to go? 
Okay. I I personally... I Look, can I just take the reins on this one? Yeah, go ahead. I can't handle Massey winning another championship. This needs to not work. <laughs> That's just where it goes. I can't handle it. I cannot handle it. I can't fucking do it. I said my piece. Go on. You can talk is, real baseball now. The problem is... Is that it will work because they're all on the Cardinal. <laughs> the only thing that scares me is the rotation. Because Matt's is, has been lit up a lot. Kendall knows. Um, Wayne Wright's 40. He won't have the same season he had last year. Mikolos struggled a little bit last year. Who the fuck is in the back end of that rotation? Hey, guys. I think it's the State Farm guy. What's up? But I do okay, think COVID. they have enough. Uh, he was trying to talk, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you. Mass? I got COVID. Nice. I already knew that. <clears throat> I did too, but I hadn't tested positive yet. No, I knew it. Your wife told me. I hadn't tested positive yet. She's your wife. She's right. Deal with it. Anyways. Dakota Hudson is their five. Okay. Okay. Um. But. I do think Arenado and Tyler O'Neill and Tommy Edmond, Harrison Bader, like they're statistically the best defensive outfield in all of baseball, and I do think that helps them. Actually, they're probably the best statistical defense in baseball. Yeah, right then and there, they'll, they'll win you at least ten more games. It was, it, despite like the average age, it's a really good team. It just is. Yeah, they're not splashy, but they do the right things. Like, Goldschmidt will hit for power. He hasn't been Arizona Goldschmidt since he's been there. No, but the pr- production is still there. Like, he's just not, yeah, he's just not like, hitting home runs. But, like, he's still very good. Arnado is still very good. You know, Pujols is just a leader of, and a veteran, so that that's going to help. O'Neill fucking jacked as fuck. Um, Molina... God damn, they're so good defensively. I don't think this team will be playing in the World Series, but I think this will not be like a a disaster, like end of a you know dynasty. Like I think I think these guys will, will play well and they'll, they'll they'll win some games that matter. Yeah, do you they, guys? They, they've all been there before. Do you want to hear the White Sox? Yeah. Hmm. All right. White Sox are fourth on the power rankings. Projected record ninety three and sixty nine with an eighty five point five percent playoff odds. If everything goes right, the White Sox won 93 games in 2021 despite being injured all season long. This year, Luis Robert, who hit 338, 378, and 567 last season in 68 games, stays healthy and joins the MVP fray. Eloy Jimenez also stays healthy and surpasses his 31 home run mark from the 2019 rookie season. And new acquisition AJ Pollock matches his 892 OPS from last season to give the White Sox the best outfield in the majors. Meanwhile, Giolito and Cease are Cy Young contenders. It's World Series or bust for the White Sox, and this and this October they don't bust as Tony Larusa becomes the first manager in baseball history to win the World Series with three different teams. Weaknesses: the <laughs> what position. Was the other one. Hmm. Cardinals and who else? I don't know. That's I, your, that's I your field. You. Athletics. No, maybe I don't know. Mass, find out who Tony Larusa won a World Series with besides the Cardinals. Weaknesses: the position group is heavy with star power. Augmented by the late spring training deal that brought A.J. Pollock, but that trade weakened a rapidly thinning bullpen. With Craig Kimbrell going to the Dodgers, on the very same day the club said hard-throwing lefty Garrett Crochet was likely headed for Tommy John, 
and the offseason addition of Joe Kelly is still working his way back from a bicep problem suffered during last season's playoffs. After that are a lot of just a guys, some of whom need to become dudes because there's a long way to go before the playoffs. Most likely 2022 award winner, Lucas Giolito had the highest ERA among qualified starters in 2018. Since then, top 8% in innings pitch, top 25% in strikeout-to-walk ratio, top 18% in ERA. Giolito induces swings and misses, limits home runs, and consistently takes his turn. Many are expecting another big step forward in 2022 while on a dominant team in a relatively inferior division. He's a popular, if not favorite, Cy Young pick for that reason. And one of... Uh, one realistic, bold prediction. Assuming Lance Lynn's knee injury doesn't keep him sidelined for more than three starts, Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, Michael Kopik, and Lance Lynn will match the Cleveland 2018 Cleveland Indians as the only teams in history with four 200 strikeout starting pitchers. Thoughts? Kyle. I'm listening. I'm well, I stopped go, talking. I'm letting them go first. Right, I'll go first. Um, I think I, I, I want Kyle. <laughs> um, I think you know the prediction to see Chicago in the World Series is not an overthought or at all. I think for a lot of MLB teams, when they kind of whatever the level of success, there seems to be like a a peak, and I don't think Chicago's at that peak yet. I think it's close. I think we're looking at the, these next two seasons as kind of as the the boom or bust time. I don't think it. I don't think it's already passed. Um, I, I think you know the the loss of Kimbrel is not not really that big of a deal that they they feel like it was worth mentioning, you know it, it's a it's a, he's a namesake that's all it is you know his days of being super super dominant are far behind him. Um, there's a lot of guys I like. You was know, he like the most dominant like bullpen guy before he got traded to the White Sox last year. Was, uh, wasn't he having like like Kyle? Wasn't he ha- wasn't Kimbrel having like a Hall of Fame season last year before he got traded? Yep. Then he only gave, I think he only gave up like one run. Probably have more than one. Or one home run. Sorry, one home run. I think it was. So, but still, I I, 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 I think the Kimbrel experiment just it didn't work. But when you have like when they said when Garrett Crochet is going to have Tommy John and Joe Kelly still hurt, losing Kimbrel just makes it that much yeah. thinner. I mean, the lineup that there's there's guys that are, are significant. At the lineup right now, I am. I'm, uh, Who are you? I like AJ Pollock. I always have serviceable guy. Never, never heard, heard you mention him on the show. <laughs> never heard you bring up AJ Pollock on the show. Even because of oh, yeah. Sounds like you're just kissing some ass cheeks. No, uh, and oh. you know, Josh Harrison. Yes, Matt. Uh, he won it in 1989 as the manager of the A's, where they sub the Giants. Told you. I just didn't know. You don't have to get defensive. It's just you know, I'm better at disc golf than you. <laughs> And baseball. So the formula is already in place. You know, sometimes it's just shaking up what the pieces are. I, I think they're they're doing all the right things, and I think it's a team that could be. My big takeaway from the thing, I just don't agree with that. This is World Series or bust for the White Sox. The reason I say it is like I think if they do, like I don't think the expectation of like the White Sox are a World Series bound team is real because they've made it to the postseason twice in this kind of. World Series era thing that we're entering for them, and and they floundered in the first round both times. You know, I mean, they they, they didn't look like a they didn't really look like a, a World Series bound team against the Astros, and they lost in the wild card round to the A's two years ago. So, I I don't think that they're like I don't think they're a World Series like lock in or even a favorite at this point. I mean, I think in, when you look at it from the AL standpoint, the Astros they got you know 
the Astros for the second year in a row look like they got worse. But for me, it's just until the Astros don't do it, the Astros are a favorite. The Yankees are always going to be a favorite. The Rays are going to be a favorite. The Red Sox are going to be a favorite. And the Blue Jays got a lot better. Plus, a lot of, you know, three of the four teams in their division got a lot better. They added, you know, two of those teams added, you know, future Hall of Fame shortstops. So, right. I don't I don't agree with them the being, but I don't think it's World Series or bust. Now, I do think that if the White Sox continue to flounder, I do think that you're going to see the White Sox decide that they're going to move on from Jose Abreu. I think that's going to happen either way. Because they they're, they're running into a problem now where they have a lot of promising young talent that isn't really fitting certain needs. Because of Jose Abreu's presence at first base, not being a bad first baseman defensively, Andrew Vaughn and Gavin Sheets, are, they're, they're, finding, they're having trouble finding places for these young guys that are MLB, quote-unquote, MLB ready. So I think that that move could happen. I also think the move from Yohan Mankata could, could be coming if this doesn't work out for them this year. You know, if they can't get to at least the ALCS, you know, then, then maybe the move from Yohan Mankata, depending on how his season goes. You know, Lucas Giolito just went into arbitration. That could be something, you know. They definitely could take a step back, but they're going to have the core of Robert, Jimenez, and Anderson four years to come. That core is not going anywhere. And I think as long as you have that core, albeit healthy, it automatically makes you in the mix for that division. Because all three of those guys have the potential, you know, all three of those guys can put up 20-plus home runs. All three of those guys can bat somewhere in the 270s and higher. All of those guys bat can swing for power. All of those guys can swing for contact. So, I don't think that those World Series are bust. I think the bullpen will be okay. They, they kind of just always find a way to make the bullpen work. It was a little shaky last year. I think the I think the biggest weakness is not a weakness. It's just a what if. Now that they lost Carlos Rodon, what are they going to get from Dylan Cease? If Dylan Cease can't take the next step, then the White Sox are going to be in big trouble. Because Dylan Cease just went from being their five to likely being their three. They still have Keuchel, but Keuchel had a bad year last year. And, you, you, you know, you can when you're a pitch-to-contact guy, you're going to have blow-up games from time to time because people are putting the ball in play. And so, you know, when you're a pitch-to-contact guy versus a strikeout guy, when you're slightly off as a pitch-to-contact guy, it's the, the result is runs. When you're slightly off as a strikeout guy, it's just more balls in play. When Chris Sale is slightly off, it just means more ground balls and fly balls versus the strikeouts. Garrett Cole, etc. But when someone like Keuchel is slightly off, it results in runs because his whole mantra is putting the ball low and letting the fielders do the work. I think the addition of Josh Harrison helps too. I think Josh Harrison, you know, second baseman, they, they, they pretty much came out and said, because like you said it with uh, Segura or Reese as the seven guy. The White Sox, like, I mean, the you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Tim... Most likely, like, Moncada, or, sorry, it's going to be Tim, Anderson, Robert, Abreu, Jimenez, Grandal, you know, whoever's playing DH, whether it be Sheets or Vaughn, A.J. Pollock, Josh Harris, you know, Josh Harrison's going to be our eight hitter. I can name a hundred worse eight hitters we've had in, in my lifetime. So I'm not bummed about Josh Harrison being my eight hitter. Josh Harrison might be our nine hitter, actually. I'm trying to think of it. Josh Harrison might be our nine hitter. He could be two or nine. He won't be two. Robert will be two. 
Robert will be too because he hits because he, he's got pop in his bat and he's too fast. I mean, you think about it. If Robert hits one that's just slightly in the gap, not even in the gap, but like slightly in the gap with Tim on first, you got runners at the corner. You know what I mean? You have runners at the corners because Tim's fast. Pollock will probably be nine. Who who has more on base percentage, Pollock or like who's better at getting on base, Pollock or Harrison? I saw this stats yesterday. Pollock had a good year last year. But just in your opinion, like who? Pollock. If you needed like and someone Pollock was a leadoff hitter at one point. Right, so then Pollock will probably hit nine to put someone on base for Anderson. Yeah. So, that's my take on it. Do you have anything you want to say about the White Sox, Scott? The only thing that scares me is the rotation. It's either going to be really good or really... It's either going to be really good or mediocre. Because Julio last year struggled a lot. He... He didn't struggle a lot. I don't like that term. Julio just... He had... Julio had... Last year, Julio thing was when he was having a bad game, he had trouble shrugging, shrugging it off after an inning. Like if he was, if he had a bad first, he was having a bad four. Like he couldn't shake off a bad inning and then come back and do the next four innings. You know, you see that a lot. That was his problem last year. I don't know if I attest it to. I had, I personally attest it more to the White Sox. You know, deciding last year that. We're not going to play games anymore with the whole Giolito wanting a certain catcher thing. We're getting rid of McCann. We're letting him walk. Grandal's our guy. We put this money into Grandal. He's our guy. So I, I think coming into this year, I think a lot of Giolito's struggles were, I think, Grandal versus McCann. Not that Grandal's a bad catcher. It's just, you know, like McCann and Giolito had that, you know, McCann was the catcher for Giolito's no hitter. You know, they just had that that spark together. I think now that they played a season together and have had a spring training together, and they've done off-season work together. I, I think that you'll see less of that. The The question is the question is less about if Dylan Cease can take a major step forward and more if Keuchel can bounce back. Cause, if Keuchel has a year like he had last year, the White Sox are going to be in big trouble. Because, like, from what – like, I know I, Crochet I, is getting Tommy John. Right. But, but he wasn't a starter. But all that, all that really means to me is that – Kopik is going to go back into the bullpen. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, not at all. Why would Kopik go back into the bullpen? Kopik, they can't. First of all, they can't afford to put Kopik in the bullpen with having Lance Lynn out for. No, I'm just saying. Like, I'm starts. just saying. Like, Kopik's not going to the bullpen. I'm just saying. Like, it would have made sense because like he has a big arm in the back end, so it would have helped him in the back end. But yeah, they but, still got Joe Kelly. They still got Aaron Bummer. They got well, Liam Hendricks. Well, the problem too, though, is that, is that like Kopik has kind of showed like after like last year, like. Kopik has the ability to pitch five innings with, you know, eleven strikeouts in that in, in five innings. You know what I mean? Like he has that ability to do that. And yes, you want big outs late in the game, but that's why you paid Liam Hendricks all this money. That's why you have Aaron Bummer. That's why you brought in Joe Kelly. Like you need someone. You know. You you, you know you you would much rather you'd you'd much rather have to go to those guys up four nothing than have to go to Michael Kopik up four three. I think Kopik's a starter. I don't think Kopik does any bullpen sessions. I think he's a straight up starter, especially especially because Lance Lynn's going to miss some time. Lance Lynn's going to be fine. I think Lance Lynn's going to do Lance Lynn things. Um, I think Giolito will be fine. He he might have some rough starts and stuff, but I think he'll be fine. Dylan Cease is going to need to kind of take that next step, and and Keuchel's going to need if Keuchel can bounce back, then there's a they have a solid five man rotation. Who would be the five? Lopez. Kopik. It'd be Cease, Lynn, Kopech, Keuchel, and Giolito. Oh, okay. Mm. I mean, Lopez will probably be the five while Lynn's out. 
But if, if, if when he comes back healthy, if Keuchel can be back to the form that he was at when they first brought him in from the Astros. Astros? Yeah, from the Astros yeah. in the COVID season. Because he pitched very well in the COVID season. If he can get back to that form, that could be potentially the scariest five starting five in baseball. Because they have the ability to completely shut you down. Because, like, Giolito doesn't give up a lot of home runs. Lance Lynn doesn't give up a crazy amount of home runs. Cease will give up the long ball. But Cease will also annoy you to death in the process of doing it. You might hit the home run on him, but it doesn't feel like the same home run because you did it in, in seven seven pitches, but seven pitches where he fooled you like an animal twice. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, threw a, he threw a curveball that made you look like an idiot. So... With but Lan- the starting rotation is the weakness, yeah. especially with Lance Lynn missing some time. With Lance Lynn being out right now, they, they're saying Lopez is the five. And that's what I would imagine. Lopez would be the five. I think if Garrett Crochet didn't get hurt, they might dance around. They, they might flirt with him being the five a couple times to see what he has in the tank as just like a, a really, as a starter. Because there was a lot of speculation. Garrett Crochet and Michael Kopik. Oh, you got Vince Velasquez. Yeah, but he's not a starter. He sucks. <laughs> Maybe 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 just need to change scenery. He had one. He went to the Padres. Yeah, but maybe he needs a real change of scenery. <laughs> that guy gave us one of the coolest plays we've seen. Yeah, true. I, I don't care about it. Yeah, uh, it wasn't that impressive. Threw it lefty. <laughs> Which point? Just cool. Eagle McMahon can ta- taught himself how to play disc golf lefty. Is he a lefty? No, he hurt his right hand, no. and he just learned how to throw lefty. In like three months. Fuck that guy. Fuck Calvin Heimberg too. <laughs> guy throws too many rollers. Who? He goes man. Um. All right. So we got about because we started we, we we did start late so we got we got a little less than a half hour to go. Is there any other team anybody wants to? Well, let's read the worst team and then if anybody wants any other team, we can talk about. It. So, Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> God, the poor Orioles. Projected record fifty eight and one oh four with a point two percent playoff chance. If everything goes right, Cedric Mullins builds on his all star season, Adley Rushman and Grayson Rodriguez establish themselves as future stars. The pitching staff, which had a five eight four ERA in twenty twenty one, lowers its ERA by a run a game thanks to the uh, fences getting moved back at Camden Yards, and the Orioles win seventy games. That's fair. Weaknesses that could stop them. In truth, the Orioles still have too many shortcomings to isolate just one. Since the Orioles lost the 2016 AL wildcard game, they dropped 104 in every 162 games they played. With a rebuild that's with a rebuild long more than a half a decade, the bad news is, is that the 2022 season just looks like one more of those rebuild years. The perception will only grow if productive veterans like John Means and Cedric Mullins are dealt. What would halt the creeping... Uh, what would halt the, the creeping nihilism? Ni, I don't even know what this word is. Nihilism? N i h i l i s m. Syria computer. Syria computer. Is any hint that the future really will get better? Bright stars from the Rushman and Rodriguez would help. Most likely award winner Rushman, the number one overall pick in 2019, entered the season as the industry's number one prospect by most major outlets. He's already 24 and is extremely polished in every facet, bringing plus arm strength and defensive skills. Even after tricep strain set him back in spring training, Rushman is expected to be a major contender for the Orioles this season. If you're looking for an AL Rookie of the Year pick, it's hard to go wrong with him. One realistic bold prediction, the Orioles are moving the left field fence back to 26 and a half feet 
but that won't affect Mullins, who pulled all 30 of his home runs in 2021 to right field or right center. He goes 30-30 again, making him the first player with consecutive 30-30 seasons since Ryan Braun in the 2011-2012 seasons. Quick side note, Ryan Braun is Mock's favorite baseball player. I was I was just going to say, <laughs> it's what I thought Ken was going to say the same thing. I was like, just real quick, fuck Ryan Braun. Uh, <laughs> um, poor Baltimore, because here's the thing. like you, They have, like, really good players. They do. Like, Trey Mancini, the guy can rake. Um, Mullins, as of last year, kind of came into his own. Does um, anybody else hate when Kendall uses, like, slang lingo sorry. for anything at all? I'm sorry. Yeah, the uh, guy can rake. Um, like, when you say stuff like that, I just assume there's going to be, like, a, a leaf joke after it or something. Uh, that oh. sounded more vacuum <laughs> shot back. Uh, this guy made a pile of leaves and fucking jumped in it. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. Uh, well, you, <laughs> use a, you use a rake to make a pile of leaves. You don't even yeah, get your own I, joke? I get it. I didn't make that joke. Yes, you did. Uh, Mark said it, but you thought of it. But it just, they're just bad. And, and been bad for a long time. Uh, and I don't know. That that report kind of mentioned, like, dealing people. And I wonder, it's crappy. It's like, you want to fill seats, but when, when does the rebuild pay off? What, what, what do you do? Well, I think they figured out a way to fill seats. They're moving the outfield wall back 26 and a half feet. That's right. a good way to not have to, you know, to help the sellout. Right. <laughs> Helps the attendance percentage. Yeah. Um, right. is, is that it? Yeah, no. Do they, still, do they still have Chris Davis? Ah, uh, he retired. Oh, probably. Let's move to the other side. We'll go to the Dodgers. Projected record one hundred one and sixty one with a ninety nine point nine percent playoff odd. If everything goes right, they become the first National League team since nineteen thirty to score one thousand runs in a season, as Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, and Mookie Betts each hit three hundred while Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy, and Cody Bellinger each top 30 home runs. They win the most games, 110, by an NL team in more than a century, as Walker, Bu- Walker Bueller and Julio Urias both win 20 games. They go 11-0 in the postseason and win their second World Series title in three seasons. I mean, I think that like if you're if it, it, when you're talking about the Dodgers, if, if everything goes right, it's got to be pretty much everything, right? It, I mean, it's got to be like they have the perfect season. Weaknesses. There are two cop-out answers you can make for any team. One is randomness, and the other is spate of injuries to a team's rotation. For the Dodgers, we'll take the latter, as they are such a complete team that in a 12-team playoff universe, it's really hard to design a scenario in which they don't make it to October baseball. Once there, however, if Dave Roberts is struggling to fill innings, which happened to some extent in last year's playoffs, then that can be the ship that sinks the Dodgers. Most likely 2022 award winners. When Walker Bueller was named the Dodgers' opening day starter this spring, it was seen as a symbolic passing of the torch of Bueller overtaking Clayton Kershaw as the predominant ace of the Dodgers. He has certainly earned it. Over the past four years, Bueller has established himself as one of the game's best pitchers, both during the regular season and in high-stakes matchups throughout October. Last year, when he finished fourth in NL Cy Young Award voting, Bueller surpassed 200 regular season innings for the first time. He said he learned a lot about himself through that, and he seems ready to take that another step forward for an elite team. And one realistic, bold prediction, let's stick to that. The Dodgers do score 1,000 runs, and they do win 110 games, and they do win the World Series in five games over the Rays. <laughs> Thoughts? Sounds about right. Yeah, it was pretty much very on point. 
I think my biggest takeaway from it is that do you really think the Rays go back to the World Series this year? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> screw the Dodgers. Do the Rays go to the World Series? <laughs> and yes. Who did the Braves beat last year in the World Series? Astros. Astros, yeah. You think the Rays go to the World Series? I do. No. I I look at the Dodgers, and really, I think, Paul, you kind of said it in the spiel there, was that it's going to have to be like a self-implosion somehow. I I mean, they're a fucking fantasy team. They're going to have to get bit with COVID a lot. (laughs) Or or just have to be like, hey, they got COVID in fucking October. (laughs) Yeah. They they really they're they're like a fantasy team where someone cheated the draft. It, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's like annoying. <laughs> Do you think the Dodgers win the World Series this year? No. You think it's too good to be true? I don't think their pitching's that good. Okay. I think the rotation and I mean Kershaw's older. He's not the same Kershaw. Uh, Urias had. Has to prove it to me at least one more year before I can trust well, that's him. That's why he's out there. He's proving you. <laughs> Walker Bueller's good, but Mom. Trevor Bauer, who the fuck knows if he, if he even plays. Mom, I can't come home. Souls needs me. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for the tamales, serious. <laughs> but yeah, there was a curveball in the dirt. <laughs> Go. Do you think the Dodgers are going to win the World Series this year? I don't. You know. No. We're, 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 no, no. I don't want any of that bullshit. Do you think they're going to win the World Series? I was alluding to. Yes, I think that. I don't. I. I don't see how you beat them. I mean, nothing short of injuries. Like, yes, I, I Kyle, I agree with you saying like you know, Urias prove it. And the pitching is not as good as it once was. But I mean, it's kind of like the Phillies He's thing. Yeah, it's the Phillies thing. You know, if we if we hit. You know, we have 10 runs, and we give up nine, we still win. And I, I kind of see a similar thing with their lineup. Like, you know, Kershaw, he's still got, you know, he's I'm sure he's at a quarter of a tank, but it's enough. And Bellinger's batting 130. I fucking hate Toby Keith. Uh, I mean, Bellinger, yeah, if he can turn it around, otherwise it's just His like. His swing is so broken. I think that this, well, this is the year. If, if, he, if he repeats a bad year, well, then it's over for him. But. You know, Mark, you think the you think the Dodgers win the World Series? No. Reason? Uh, I don't want them to. <laughs> All right. Well, the Red Sox kind of put that to bed for you several times in the past two decades. So another yep. reason? Uh, no. I mean, it's also the same seven way. Patriots Super Bowls in one Tampa or six six <laughs> six uh six Tom Brady rings in New England and one in Tampa Bay. So you got to come up with a different reason because you not wanting a team seems like it makes them win. Um, That's why I don't know. It, it's Kyle kind of alluded That's to a bad it. Joke. Just too much on one to. I, I don't know. I mean, if they win, it's not like I'd be like, "Wow, where'd they pull that out of?" But it, it's tough when. Uh, um, I think I get what you're trying to so say. So much star power. I think what you're trying to say is, they're a team where the only thing they can do is disappoint. Yeah. They can't overachieve. They can't even meet expectation. They can only disappoint. And a lot of times, when all you can do is disappoint, you disappoint. The 17 0 Patriots. It's a good example. You yeah. know, we can, we can look at other ones. I mean, we, we've seen it in the past with like NBA teams. You know, I mean, like the. 
the big three in Miami. Year one, most dominant team we've seen in a long time. Loses to maybe the most, the, maybe the, like the least star-studded team we've ever seen win an NBA championship in those Dallas Mavericks. Like it, when when all you can do is disappoint, the yeah, disappointing yeah. kind of books through. All right, you say, I mean, really, what what's the like? What would overachieving? But they they just fucking go undefeated. Well, I, th- I think that's it. I mean, like over like you know, what, like, overachieving for them would be like a hundred and what's the record for wins in a season? One hundred nineteen. Hundred and twenty, that's overachieving. One hundred and twenty no wins. Had one twenty before. I don't think so. Who hold the record? The Mariners. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just. I know it was a man. I I thought the Mariners hit one twelve, but maybe it was one nineteen. That's like ridiculous. Even still, though. That's going one twenty yeah. and forty two. <laughs> like to see the White Sox do that. The problem is, is all forty two losses would be to the Twins. Uh the the. Best record of all time is 116 and 36. We were all... Oh, like percentage-wise? Yeah, but like the Mariners were 116 and 46 when they broke, when they... So 116. So worst winning percentage, but... Yeah. Okay. So 116 games. So 117. Yeah. 117 would be like over... I mean, really, I mean, for for me, with, this, with all the talent they have, it would have to be setting the record for most wins in the season. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I agree. Every time I look up, Massey's like there, and then when I look back, he's not there. Then when I look back up, he is there. You guys think Massey's Slenderman? He might be. Massey, give us your best Slenderman. He's also Earthworm Jim. Do you think I'm, I'm what? Slenderman. I'm a big fan of the neck pillow in the computer chair. That's his masturbation pillow, so we can see the TV. I was going to say, so. that guy is so ready to crank one off. <laughs> um... All right, so real quick before we sign off, um, we'll get to last thoughts, and then I'll, I'll give my introduction. Because I give that to everybody but Mox, so I might as well give it to him on the show so you guys can all get this reaction. Because he's the one who's going to like it the least. <laughs> everybody else has Ooh. been briefed except for Mock. Dun, dun, dun. Poor Mock. But he's going to be the one that hates it the most. So, oh, real, yeah. real quick, let's run down. Uh, let's run down our set it and forget it league teams. We'll start with Rebecca's team. Will Smith at catcher, Goldschmidt, Turner, Mondesi, and Bogarts on the infield. Betts, Alvarez, and Arizarena in the outfield with uh, Chisholm and Hanniger as the utility spots with Witt, Winker, Suzuki, and Bell on the benches. Scherzer, Bieber, Chapman, Gallagher, Urias, Musgrove, Webb, Cease, Kershaw, and Lopez on the bench. I'm just going to let this one be to Kyle. I'm just going to let Kyle rip through this. Thoughts? Um, Prediction on placed finish? Third. Third? Mm. Auto-draft teams always do okay. Yep. All right. Let's move on to Chris's swag team. Contreras at catcher with Riley, Marte, Ramirez, and Anderson rounding out the infield. Tucker, O'Neal, and Stanton in the outfield. Machado and Story at the utility spots with Polanco, Reyes, Cronenworth, and Grisham on the bench. Bueller, Giolito, Diaz, Romano, Alcantara, Lynn, Gossman, Darvish, Rodon, and Anderson on the pitching staff. I want to say that that's a fourth or fifth place team, but they'll probably finish in first. 
Well, the problem for him is with the set it and forget it. He's got so far. He's got a lot of guys that are day to day at this point in time, and unfortunately, all of them play for the White Sox. Um, let's go on to Mike Mock's team. Uh, yeah, yeah. Piece of fucking hot shit, garbage. A catcher, Chris Bryant, Albies, Devers, and Seager at the infield. Uh, Soto, Judge, and Jimenez in the outfield. Lowe and Reynolds on the utility spot with Bregman, Hoskins, Edmund, and Bellinger, and um, Mountcastle on the bench. With Cole, Ray, Jansen, Kniebel? Kniebel. Kniebel. Evil Kniebel. Wheeler, Morton, Freed, McClanahan, and Br- uh, Bassett on the rotations. You can get second place. All right. Who's on, the catcher? Perez. Hot garbage. I know. I know, Kyle. Thanks for ruining that. Uh, Ken, <laughs> Kendall's team. Uh, Varsho behind the plate with Alonzo, Semyon, Arenado, and Bichette in the infield. Marte. Starling Marte. Uh, Marte, Merrifield, and Mullins in the outfield with Springer and Martinez in the utility spots with India, Walsh, Swanson, and Meadows on the bench. Burns, Woodruff, Hayter, Iglesias, Montez, or Montas, uh, Presley, Mal, Valdez, Evaldi, and Rodriguez in the rotation. I'm talking about the fucking pick we we're all going to place. Well, just do it, and who cares? I'm never um, going to call back to it. We don't call back to anything. Kendall will be a second, fighting for second and third, but going to end up in fifth. So far, everybody's third. Yep. I have a very tragic two games to end the season. (laughs) Paul's perfect team. Romuto behind the plate. Freeman, Baez, Rendon, and Carrera on the infield. uh, Robert, Hernandez, uh, Teoscar, and Yelich on the outfield with Otani, Olsen on the utility spots. Abreu, Schwarber, Nelson Cruz, CJ Krohn, and Yo Makata on the bench. Nola, Peralta, Hendricks, Kopek, Verlander, Manaya, Snell, Syndergaard, and Gilbert on the rotation. You know, I wanted Verlander, but I picked fucking Trevor Rogers by accident. <laughs> what? You'll find this as a treat. What's up? Let's see if I can get that to focus a little better. I don't know who number 31 is. Oh my god. Is that yours? No, it's on Twitter. Somebody found it in storage. Can you ask them how much it'll cost? I could just buy one if I wanted to. Yeah, but that person bought it. I think we should all chip in and get him one for Christmas. <laughs> uh, I don't. We should, we should, like, knock Massey out and get a tattoo on his back. <laughs> Full-size jersey. Uh, at least do Chris Long if you're going to do that. No. That would defeat the purpose of doing it. I still don't want a full back tattoo. No, you're getting it. And then at the same time, because Kendall will be so pissed drunk because we had to get you that drunk, Kendall will be passed out and we're going to get a fucking uh, Eric Weems on his back. Souls? Top three team in the league. Cool. So nobody's finishing last so far. Uh, Kyle, Souls' team. Last. Yasmani Grandal behind the plate with Guerrero, Altuve, Franco, and Lindor on the infield. Harper, Trout, and Acuna Jr. in the outfield. Castillo, uh, Castellanos, Buxton Utilities with Tatis Jr., Muncie, and LeMahieu on the bench. Barrios, Rogers, Clace, Kimbrell, Otani, Pitcher. Uh, M- Monahan, or sorry, Manohan, Mano, Manoa, 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 
Gray, DeGrom, Gallon, Stroman, and Means on the pitching staff. I'll finish in the last. I believe you. I mean, you got a lot of guys that are going to be hurt. Yeah, but those guys are on the bench. You have a lot of guys that are. The bench points count. No, I know, but those guys. Those guys. Yeah, those guys. They're going to be on the bench. I'm really hoping for a late push. <laughs> All right, so based off of your memory of the teams, really give it one through six. Don't just everybody's third. If you had to pick. Uh, it's going to go ball. Nice. I'm going to finish with fifth. Kenny Omega. Because he said I was going to be the worst M- NBA team. I finished second. So uh, Mock, Massey, Rebecca, me. All right. Low expectations? Yeah. I like how you transitioned your usual Phillies feel into fantasy. And you brought your fantasy you know, feel to the real Phillies. I, I was the one guy that he said, you'll finish in second. And then he had me finish in third. <laughs> I said second or third. He told me second. Everyone yeah, else was second or third. He texted me third. All right, fine. <laughs> Paul... Mock you told me fourth. You got fourth. <laughs> I thought I broke my license in half. I came in last. So hey, hey guys, what was what did Pat McAfee do last night that was so entertaining? Uh, uh just everything. Was he so he had a he had a, a pretty decent match against a WWE superstar. I mean he trains and he was in NXT and stuff, so like he's got ring experience. But he had a good but like so he was on the top turnbuckle, which is Five feet up, maybe. Yep. He was up on the top of it, and he just did a standing backflip off of it and stuck the landing without moving. Tigers, cool. Tigers also... just acquired Austin Meadows. Huh? The Tigers just acquired Austin Meadows. Cool. Um, he also did a pretty dope Swanton bomb, and just had a good match. Yeah, oh, he got stuttered by Stone Cold. Yeah, he sold it pretty well too. He also probably loved every minute of it. Oh my god. That the picture, the, the group chat picture is. I, I, I petition that picture never change. <laughs> Did you see the new group picture, Mass? This is that, that was a, that was a close up of him after the match, after he got stunned. It was so good. Is he just laying on the floor drinking beer? Yeah, he after he got stunned, he rolled out of the ring. Stone Cold gave him another beer and he was just pouring it in his mouth. <laughs> he, he definitely, he definitely Roman, does not remember last night. He got so fucked up. Roman Reigns. Tore his tricep. Yeah, I saw that actually. I wonder if that's why the match got cut short. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Seems weird though to minutes. cut it short and have him win if he's going to be hurt. Anyway, um, so we got some stuff coming up on the show. Um, before we get to our beer reviews and such, I know. So, um, we'll probably try to flip the script and maybe do. Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to do a live show. Or I mean, a in-person show next week. Due to everything going on with Kyle. But Massey has a trivia game for our next in-person show. Whenever we decide that might be. Hopefully next week. Because this week kind of worked out where we had a informal show. Um, But Massey has a trivia game. We have... We all have to be here on the 25th. We all have to be here on the 25th. I don't know what that is. Oh, the draft. Yeah. The NFL draft is coming up. We'll be doing our live mock draft. Mike mock draft. Um, yeah. And then we'll do some other fun stuff. And then we have something being planned, which I have no problem spoiling it because I want everyone to be as miserable as they can be about it. The only person who's happy about it is Kendall. Yes. Mock, this is, this is Mock's first Kendall's time hearing about weird. it. That I am. So, and then I have a, another show that's, that only Kendall knows about that everyone's going to hate. Um, so, Mock, you ready? 
Yep. So we're going to do a show coming up in, in probably like six weeks, six to eight weeks time. Because it's going to take some time to plan and, and procure things. But it's also got to be like a, we got to plan it out to make sure everyone's going to be here. We're going to play a show where we're going to play five, five mini games. And the results of each mini game will award you points. At the end of all the mini games, you will then use your points to spend on products like uh, those Facebook things you see, where it's like, oh, you have twenty five dollars to make your own, your, you know, yeah. your starting lineup in basketball or whatever. You will then spend those points on categories that were to make a cocktail, and then we will make a cocktail for each of us of the things that you bought with your points. Five being good stuff, one being not so good stuff, <laughs> and you will have. The ability to choose what goes in your cocktail. And it will be gross. So, better do good in those games. <laughs> the better you do, the more top-end stuff you can pick. Massey tried to find a loophole. Already fixed it. I wasn't trying to find a loophole. I was trying to help you fix the loophole. If I get six points, can I spend five points on something good and one point on something bad? <laughs> well, yes, no. but, then you, but then I fill it with other stuff. <laughs> and then each of you will be allotted, when we, when we finally finalize the show, the week of the show is going to be... You will all be allotted one item that you can choose of alcohol or non-alcohol stature that you wish to be completely omitted from category so that there's no chance you get stuck with it. Example being, I imagine Mike Mock will eliminate tuna fish. Yes. I, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything I can like really think of that would outweigh that. And I'm coming up blank. Mayonnaise. Good question. Tell you what, mayonnaise might be a going to eliminate because I cannot get room temperature mayonnaise out of my head for one of the things. So. <laughs> Question. Yes. Was WrestleMania in Dallas last night? Yes. Gross. And uh, stars everywhere. Everything for that will be liquid, too. I will make sure it's all liquid, so there's no chunkiness. <laughs> then another show we're going to do is we're going to see not it's not going to be mandatory that it be drank, but it will be an option. The return of the Thanksgiving shot. We're going to play a game that has wheel spinning activity to it. One of the slots will be a Thanksgiving shot. On that wheel will also be a slot a slot for every other holiday having its own <laughs> shot. I've already come up with one, the New Year's Eve shot. A pizza roll, a pig in a blanket, a cheese pepperoni and cracker combo, a little bit of some sort of bean dip, and then champagne all blended together. Super stoked for that. But there's a solid chance you don't have to drink any of them. But there is the chance you do have to try it. Can we just have this stuff on the show anyways? You want the New Year's <laughs> shot? Oh, like you want to just have pizza rolls? Yeah. <laughs> you can have them, but they're going to be liquid. A nice puree. Come on, man. You don't want some sparkling tomato? I'll take that chance. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's all I got. Anybody <laughs> have any closing remarks if they'd like to anything? I do have a, a kind of a, a funny uh, WrestleMania story. Because uh, I was subjected to basically 70 hours of wrestling this weekend. And I, I thought, hey, I'm gonna dr finally going to drink those Heineken lights. And did pretty good. I you know I drank all 12. I'm like, man, I'm really on my game. I'm doing really well. Finished the last beer. I took a look. Found out they were 3%. <laughs> I was very disappointed <laughs> to find that out. And then he stood up, fell over, pissed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Mass closing remarks. I want to die. Excellent. Mock? I got nothing. Souls? I want Massey to die. 
That's not nice. Uh, my closing remark would just be, baseball's back, baby. You also didn't buy my beer. You made Paul get it. That made me get it. Well, <laughs> Kyle, do you really want me to come down and give you COVID to give you beer? I'm not really worried about No, COVID. but what's funny is I made Kyle buy his own beer. Because the card was in the card the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I, I couldn't find my debit card. It was in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, though. That's very funny. Packet store was a good place to go tonight. Yeah? Yep. Always a good place. Real solid, uh, real solid stuff in that store. What kind of solid stuff? Redheads. The solid stuff. <laughs> All right, cat's out of the bag on that one. <laughs> um, beer reviews, Souls. How was your Trogues Blizzard? It was a solid beer, man. It wasn't like too like crazy. Like it's not like too hoppy or too <laughs> strong. It wasn't too beery. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be a lot better than what we have in Philadelphia in the next couple of weeks, days. <laughs> Mm. Uh, it is spit all over the microphone. <laughs> that, could, that could that could be foreseen to be because depends on how intoxicated Paul is in public. Because Paul likes to spend money in public. <laughs> I like that. I know you do. It's not going to be on you. Because, I'm not going to buy you stuff. I'm going to buy bottle service. <laughs> What's the most ridiculous thing you have? We can't get rid of these bottles of coffee, Jägermeister. We'll take three. <laughs> I spritz, fingers crossed. <laughs> Shut up! You're gonna get Bobby a Bray wine, and you're gonna you're gonna get forty bottles oh, of it. We should look at like local uh, liquor stores. You should look in local liquor stores. Right, I will. Liquor stores. You can do that while we go disc golfing. No, no, no. Why you don't go anyway? Not true. I've been out. I am. Sh- yeah, Kendall went out. Kendall went disc golfing without us. Yeah, take that. Well, that actually checks out. <laughs> I'm super pumped to get. Fucked up at that course, though. I'm gonna get real. I'm gonna get real drunk, and then not be able to stay awake for the third inning of the game. I should start <laughs> lining my uh, my bag full of aluminum foil tonight. Why? What? To refrigerate it. I don't need it to be cold. All right. Works for me. <laughs> I, 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 as long as like the first three are cold, everything after that can I be. I want warm. Mock to have four shots at the course of what I choose. Well, that's that's not happening. So. <laughs> Why not? I don't I don't want to play that game with him. But it's not gonna be bad, I promise. I don't care. Tell him what it is now. What's your favorite shot? Fireball, Jackfire. I'll get you four things to Jackfire. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Come on, you can do shots at the course, and you can just throw the nips on the ground. No one's gonna care. <laughs> we'll have them together. What, what's the what's the so worst that's gonna happen? It's gonna bounce off the heroin needle. <laughs> Bring out what you bring in. Oh, man, I dropped my nip in this full cheesesteak someone dropped. (laughs) Oh, man, and that cheesesteak is wrapped in a Kyle Schwarber shirtsy that says he already sucks. There's got to be, like, a cheesesteak in, in like, the hotel, right? I I mean, like, no. Like, when you get to the hotel, there will not be a cheesesteak in the hotel. (laughs) Well, I think the the bed might be made of one. (laughs) Instead of Andy's mints, they just put a (laughs) cheesesteak. Like, the casino probably has, like... Well, if it's Philadelphia, they're not going to give you a cheesesteak. Instead of an Andy Smith, there's going to be somebody in the room stabbing you. <laughs> Welcome to the hotel. <laughs> Fuck you! Pat trying so hard. Uh, I hope it happens. I really do. I hope it happens, and I hope it's miserable for him. I hope he gets a lot of phone calls. <laughs> I hope it's a real problem. And his just response every time is, well, I can't get home. <laughs> um, Kendall, beer review? I had. Prove it. Uh, We're all in agreement that if Kyle guilt trips him enough, it will happen. Oh, yeah. So, Kyle, fucking man up, man. I don't want to do that to him. Why? He's a kid. So? What are we guilt tripping him for? To go to Kyle's thing. 
because he's just you know his wife or his fiance just gave birth like you know yesterday, and we leave oh, on Pat. Friday. Right, I thought we were guilting Kendall. You're not the guilt trip Kendall on anything. He's coming. I had the Kendall. Winter... Will, you don't have to get, Kendall. Can you do this? And then he'll do it. It just you, you know he's gonna have to bring Rebecca with him because you know he's a full time babysitter. That's right. He's so mad right now. The Winter IPA from Peak Organic Brewing Company. Which may or may not have alcohol in it. I The, the website says it's 6.2%. The can nor box says anything about the ABV, so I have no idea if the website's lying. Did but you it, check to see if they make a non-alcoholic version of it? I scrolled through the website. I didn't find anything Don't different. scroll now. Just give the review. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was, you know, fairly juicy. Souls, you might enjoy this. Um... Standard, but a lot of IPAs I've had recently, this actually kind of stood out for whatever reason. I don't know if it was the organic components. It probably wasn't. Uh, it was a very aggressive thing you just Yeah, did. I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be funnier. Uh, I give this 3.8 out of 5 stars. Would get again. Mox said you're exclusively not funny. Uh-oh. Uh, Massey, how's your... How, how's your water and uh, Metamucil and Alka-Seltzer and all that stuff? And COVID. I don't want to die. Alright. Mark, how was your bud? Listen, it, it's old reliable. Does what it's asked to do. Well, Mark, will you have four shots with me at the course? We'll see. Will you at least drink a beer at the course? Yeah. But, like, I thought you loved me, man. Eh. Wow. He's never said he loves you. He said it once. Nah, he didn't mean it. He told me that he likes you because he's he's family obligated to. What's your response to that, Kyle? That's so, that's so mean. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> uh, I had the Dandy Lion Haze, which the can art's actually pretty cool. It looks like it's made by a fourth grader. Um, it's a bunch of dandelions, but the middle of each dandelion has a lion's face in it. Uh, so it's a New England-style IPA, uh, dry hopped with Galaxy and Citra Hops, 6.7% from the Berkshire Brewing Company out of... Boston, Massachusetts. Ooh, very close. Um, Massachusetts. North Adams, Massachusetts. What if I told you it was a place where you could go sit and spend your whole day watching something dumb? Palmer? Close. Philadelphia. Cape Cod. No, this is for Kendall. You guys aren't going to know this place. What's uh, the other place you go to do d- that dumb thing in Massachusetts? I do so many dumb things. Deerfield? Yep. Oh, really? Yep. East Deerfield. Deerfield's a bad place. Yeah, it's where the Yankee Candle Factory is. Um, right? Deerfield? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's pretty good. I mean, it, it, it's a little... It is very hazy. Um, Kind of hazy to the point where it's more bitter than it is, like, juicy or anything like that. So, Kyle, I'm not sure how you would feel about this one. Um, but I think it's pretty solid. It's got a good color to it. Um, very cloudy, unfiltered IPA. Is it purple? Um, in terms of an IPA, I would say this is this is probably more towards the top of a IPAs that I like. Cause I like those New England style and, and session style lo- lower ABV IPAs. I don't I don't really care for like the eight and aboves. I would give this three point nine out of five. Would buy again. Hey, Mock. Yes. If they liked our beer reviews, where could they hear more of them? Find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk, Twitter and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. 
Use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's watching the first pitch of the season from your favorite team, or if you're feeling like Massey, which is... I want to die. It's consistent. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I know we've talked a long time about getting a soundboard, but if we do get one, the I Gotta Die is has, <laughs> it has to be on there. I wanted, It has to be on there. Anytime someone like shits on your team, you just I wanna die. I'm available for soundboard. I wanna make one, but Kendall won't do it. I'll make one. We've asked you for like five years. But you know, I would want the physical, like you can make one online. So then tell all right, when have I ever said no to buying something for the show? <laughs> Find one and tell me how much it is. Alright, we'll we'll look online and see what Alright, you fucking dick. We'll get some samplers. Give a fucking can money, you whore. <laughs> What else is on the PPRN Radio Network? Who else has soundboards? Uh, so you can listen to uh, Choreorama. I'm angry! Sundays at 2. Uh, Dilem- Monday and Delay. That's Mondays at 5. It's the Boo Show. Uh, that's Thursdays at 7. Get your pens ready. Uh, Soul's giving a thumbs down. We didn't mean that. Right? You didn't have to like say it on the air. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what a dick move, you know? uh, It's the. He Peter was just Pinner trying show. to be funny, and you like made him out to be like an asshole. Well, hey yes. There's a free soundboard that we can install tomorrow. No, but he it, wants the physical one. He can touch the buttons. You can click the buttons and you'll fucking like it. No. Uh, it's uh, it's the Boo Show. Uh, the Peter Pinto Show, Mondays at 7.30. Pinto, what's your favorite thing? Free. I'm a huge fan of how he had to say it's the Boo Show to figure out where he left off. <laughs> yes, I was lost. <laughs> Um, the Peter Fenner Show. It's the Boo Show. It's the Boo Show. And uh, every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday. We just came off of a great one. Uh, so stay tuned for the upcoming lineup. Lots of fun stuff on the PPRN Radio Network. Every day, live music. But of course, the best thing you can listen to Getting Sports or Drunk. And yeah, there you go. There you go. That's it. That's all I got. Um, make sure to tune into our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and such as we will be doing. Uh, some, we'll be posting some things from uh, a trip to opening weekend. The greatest day of my life. All right. And uh, I like how the bachelor party isn't the greatest day of his life. The wedding isn't the greatest day of his life. Just a baseball game during that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to get rocked. No, they're not. Who are they playing? Yeah, You'll lose. None of your teams can beat Oakland. That's not true. Yeah, it is. Phillies have no problems with Oakland. Prove it. I'll go later. No, I need it now. We, we used to be Oakland. The Oakland Phillies? Oakland, uh, or the Philadelphia Athletics. So then, so, so you didn't used to be Oakland. Oakland used to be you. Dick. <laughs> on par. Make sure to tune into all the great stuff happening on Getting Sports of Drunk coming up. And until then, I'm your host, Cupcake, The Riddler. I'm Mark. Maytag Washable. Uh-huh. Nope. Whirlpool. I'm Mark Sheen Washington. No. I want to die mass. <laughs> and the rat of a red baron. COVID, 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 COVID. Meow. <laughs> <coughs> Goodbye, my friends.